Saskatchewan Rough Riders defensive back Luches Piravoy was involved in an incident at a local restaurant Sunday evening following his team's West semifinal win in the Canadian Football League. Luches Piravoy, like you said, he's a massive part of that defense. They need to play this one safe because this is a situation where if there's going to be blowback if he plays, it might be better off to not play him. Nobody was charged, so I fully expect he'll play. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Happy Wednesday, Canada. And you're looking live inside a very special place. And we'll tell you where that is in moments. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show. And I continue to broadcast from gorgeous South Florida here on episode number 624 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. If I had my cowbell, which I don't, I would be ringing breaking news on a couple of fronts. And we're going to get to that momentarily. But let's head to the other side of this beautiful continent and bring in the lovely, talented co-host and president and owner of DuPont Media, Darren DuPont, who is in those luscious environs on the West Coast. Good morning, Moose. Wakey, wakey. How is it out there <laughs> on the morning. West Coast? Good good morning. It is it is gorgeous, actually. The rain's let up for a little bit, so it looks like the sun's going to maybe poke its head out here this afternoon. It's already 13 degrees. But yeah, it's a bit of an adjustment. I know it's noon where you are, but it's 9 a.m. here on the West Coast. So I got coffee and it's actually a morning show today. Yeah, so tell folks where you're at and what you're doing, if you don't mind, before I get to the nuts and bolts of what we're doing here today on Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show. Yeah, so uh, we're here on the beautiful uh, Trinity Western University campus uh, in Langley, B.C. The Spartans have, have brought us out. Bearcroft, men's hockey coach, a big part of this connecting us with the university and out here for three days today tomorrow and friday uh it's going to be awesome to be on campus we're going to be able to take in some of their games and uh, throughout the course of these three days you're going to see three different sets but a whole bunch of great shots of their beautiful campus that i was walking around this morning looking forward to it glad to have you part of the show and particularly from out there coming up on the program today we'll be joined by our good friend the nhl network's Stu grimson to talk some national hockey league and also from that trinity western spartans program the men's volleyball coach ben josephson who's just been named the head coach of canada's men's volleyball team for the olympics that's coming up later on today so before we go any further would you mind please hitting the quick six show horn uh, director jordan please and thank you this is of course the warm-up brought to you by e cole electric Come see our sales staff and in-house specialists for all your electrical needs. There's actually a couple points here that are ahead of my quick six show topics. This all came down since I put them together this morning at Brooklyn Water Bagel here in South Florida. This is from Hockey Canada. Forwards Ridley Gregg and defenseman Owen Power and Caden Gooley headline Canada's 35-player selection camp roster for the 2022 World Junior Hockey Championship. Hockey Canada will choose its 25-player roster following their camp. December 9th to the 12th in Calgary. The tournament will be held. Uh, well, Canada opens the tourney December 26th in Edmonton against the Czechs. Red Deer is the official co-host city. Uh, so where do we go? Canada will take three goalies to Edmonton to cap. So Brett Brochu of the London Knights, Dylan Guerin of the Kamloops Blazers, and Sebastian Kossa of the Edmonton Oil Kings will all represent Canada. Gooley of the Prince Albert Raiders was a member of last year's Team Canada, which lost 2-0 to the USA in the World Junior Final. Manitoba Moose Center Cole Perfetti, Mum Spaghetti, who was named to this year's selection camp roster, was also on that team. 
Owen Power from the University of Michigan has already won world's men's gold with Canada in June in Riga, Latvia. He was named to the selection camp roster last year, but the Wolverines didn't release him. Ridley Gregg, whom we all know quite well of the Brandon Wheat Kings, a first-round pick of the Ottawa Senators, has 12 goals, 11 assists in 16 games this year for the Wheaties. And if I may, I think he's the best player in the league, not named Connor Bedard, which, uh, speaking of, the wonder kid, 16-year-old Connor Bedard and Kingston Frontenac forward Shane Wright were also named selection camp invites. Ottawa 67's head coach Dave Cameron will coach Team Canada. They will play a pre-tournament exhibition game December 19th against Switzerland, December 20th against Sweden, and December 22nd against Russia. So debate it will, Canada. This is the selection camp roster for what? In just over a week's time in Calgary, they're all going to get together. And all I want to talk about is Connor Bedard at 16 years of age being on the roster. That might be a great poll question, Moose. Should he be? Well, you know my answer. I thought he should have been on the team last year, especially when they needed some goal scoring in the gold medal final. So I'm all excited about this roster. How about you? I'm excited about it, too. And we heard, you know, TSN talking about it last night, that it doesn't look like any of the NHL players will come back. That includes Cole Sillinger. That includes Seth Jarvis. So it doesn't look like they'll be released, although there's time for that still to happen. They're not expecting any of those guys to come back. So this is, this is the roster. These are the guys who are going to go to camp and make up this group. So it, it is. It, it's, it's a good group, I think. Cole Perfetti is going to lead that way. Ridley Gregg should have a significant role. Caden Gooley, um, and then the Connor Bedard, Shane Wright. Obviously, that that's the youth movement and the future. I I think it's great. I really do. As you, there's the roster. I think it's awesome. I think Bedard getting an opportunity. I think it was going to happen to camp. Will he have a spot on this roster? I don't know if he'll be one of the twelve or thirteen forwards, but he's got a really good shot to make it, and I think he deserves to at least be on this camp roster and uh, and be there skating with Team Canada. There's the list. Thank you, Producer Clark, for putting it up. And we'll be debating that as the program goes along today. That's the breaking news today. Canada's World Junior Invite list announced, and it includes Connor Bedard and Shane Wright. Anyway, and another breaking news this morning. This one came from the Canadian Football League. One player from each CFL team has been nominated for the 2021 Jake Goddard Veterans Award, which annually recognizes a CFL player, a Canadian one, who demonstrates the attributes of Canada's veterans. Strength, perseverance, courage, comradeship, and contribution to Canadian communities. And they are from the BC Lions, David Mackey. From the Edmonton Elks, Matt O'Donnell. From the Calgary Stampeders, Rennie Paradis. From the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, kicker Brett Lowther. From Winnipeg, Jake Thomas. From Hamilton, Chris Van Zyl. From the Argos, Chris, uh, Jamal Campbell. From the Ottawa Red Blacks, Nigel Romick. And from the Montreal Alouettes, Christophe Normand. So congratulations to all of them. It's kind of sad that they all can't win. This is you just I just read the criteria of the award. Obviously, I'm pulling for our guy, Brett Lather, but they're all winners. They're all champions and kudos for the work they've done in their communities and as human beings. So that's the breaking news from our leagues, Hockey Canada and the Canadian Football League today. Anyways, on to the quick six show topics, which I had here in the warm up for E. Cole Electric. Do, do, do. Sam Reinhart scored the winning power play goal with 14.4 seconds to go, capping a furious comeback for the Florida Panthers to beat the Washington Capitals 5-4 Tuesday night. Trailing 4-1, the Panthers scored four goals on a season-high 26 shots in the third period alone. 
to snap a two-game slide. The last time a team pulled off a comeback like this, ironically, was the Capitals, January 18th, 2020. They trailed the Islanders 4-1, entering the third, and went on to win by a score of 6-4. to So, Darren, all the way out there on the West Coast, and you were traveling all day, did the ramifications of this arena, 20-some miles down the road from where I'm right now, did you feel it shaking? Because it was shaking well, last night in the third period when uh, Sam Reinhardt scored the winning goal. It was the game of the year in the National Hockey League. I'm so happy I was there. People were talking about it. You know, I, I heard people talking about it, and then it was all over Sports Center. So as I was watching in my hotel room, getting caught up on what I missed throughout the day, it was big. And, you know, that was a, it was a big step for the Florida Panthers, who are a good hockey team. They won the 11 in a row at home to tie the record to start the year. All those things are wonderful, but you have to overcome adversity and check off boxes throughout the year. This is one of them, being down to a good team that's a playoff team, that's likely a Stanley Cup contending team in Washington, and to be able to do what they did, that shows you that the Florida Panthers are real, that they can actually overcome some adversity. So now, you know, what other steps do they need to take to be ready to take a run in the spring? But yeah, this was, a, this was a bit of a statement game for the Florida Panthers. Well, stay tuned because my NHL top five, bottom five are coming up. But elsewhere, Kevin Shattenkirk and Trevor Zegras scored in the shootout. And Anaheim blew a three-goal lead in the third period before rallying to beat the LA Kings 5-4 in the first freeway faceoff of the season. Ryan O'Reilly scored the lone goal in a shootout. And goalie Jordan Bennington rebounded from a rough start to lift St. Louis over Tampa Bay 4-3. Rupe Hintz scored his first career hattie on an empty netter, and Dallas beat Carolina 4-1 for its fifth straight win. Mark Stahl's first goal of the season was the tiebreaker with just over eight minutes to go, leading Detroit over Boston 2-1. Jordan Greenway had a goal and two assists. Kirill Kaprizov and Kapo Kakinen made... Uh, oh, K Kaprizov scored and Kapo Kakinen made 29 saves as Minnesota beat Arizona 5-2. Sharks leading scorer Timo Meyer scored twice. James Reimer made 32 saves. And the Sharks defeated New Jersey 5-2. And lastly, in Music City, Philip Forsberg scored four goals. And Juicy Soros made 27 saves for his first shutout of the season. Nashville blank Columbus 6-0. That's what happened Tuesday night in the National Hockey League. And it all sets up. It all sets up. The top five, bottom five in the National Hockey League for this opening week of December. Are you ready to go, Moose? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Let's see it. Let's go. By virtue of the Panthers' comeback win last night, it was billed as the game that would determine NHL supremacy. Billed by me. And Florida won it. They came back and they beat the Washington Capitals 5-4. Therefore, the Florida Panthers and their 33 points, they're the number one team in the National Hockey League. The Florida Panthers, as we sit here today, and because Washington lost it by a goal, they're number two. Number three, the Calgary Flames. You say, the Flames? Yeah, you heard me. They are plus 29 in the goal differential. They're the number one team in the Western Conference. We can't forget about the West. The Calgary Flames are the number three team in the National Hockey League. Number four, the Toronto Maple Leafs. You can't ignore their 33 points, which has them tied atop the league overall with these Florida Panthers. And number five, the Minnesota Wild, a team that has won four in a row. We got to give the Central Division some love. So feel free to agree or disagree, but those are my top five in the National Hockey League. Let's flip the script now and go to the bottom five in the NHL. Number 28, the New York Islanders. I know it hurts. It hurts me to say it, but your record is what you are. 
Your stats are what you are. They're minus 20 in goal differential, and they continue to struggle even though they're finally back home. Number 29, the Ottawa Senators. I know they're ravaged by COVID. I know they're not playing, and that has limited their point total. But they were still bad. They were still last place in the Atlantic Division going into this. And at minus 27, they're struggling to defend, and they're struggling to score. Number 30, the Vancouver Canucks. I would have had them lower, but for their win over the Montreal Canadiens earlier on this week. Do they still have a coach and GM as of today, Vancouver? Number 31 is the Montreal Canadiens who just can't get out of their own way. And even with the GM firing, they, did, they, they couldn't find the Gusco to beat the Vancouver Canucks the other night. And number 32 continues to be the woeful Arizona Coyotes. And I don't want to run them over on the highway any more than I have or kick them while they're down. They're the 32nd team in the NHL. There you go with the top five, bottom five. But Moose, if you've noticed, who's not in the bottom five are the Seattle Kraken who last week yeah. beat the Florida Panthers, Washington Capitals, and Carolina Hurricanes. Break up the Seattle Kraken, man. They're a far better team than I thought. And having the opportunity to watch them live here in Sunrise only underscored that. But uh, your, your Leafs have made the top five, so you should be pretty happy with this list, I would think. I'm really happy with it. You know, I think that's good. I think you can't ignore that. You're right. The points are there. They've gotten things sorted out after a tough start. But the Kraken, man. Florida, Washington, and Carolina. What other team in the NHL is going to do that and knock off all three of those teams? I don't know who's going to be able to do it. So uh, that's a pretty impressive feat for an expansion group. And Seattle's earned their way out of the bottom five. So that's great. Congratulations. The warm-up is brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come see our sales staff and in-house specialists for all your electrical needs. We've got NFL talk coming up, Vanier Cup and U Sports talk, of course. If you've just joined us and you're wondering where Moose is, he is at Trinity Western College in beautiful Langley, British Columbia. He's going to be spending three days there. And by the end of the week, we're all going to know everything there is to know about Spartan sports. We have a new sponsor that we're welcoming today. Ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. Tough Tribe for Men. Tough Tribe for Men was designed to meet the unique demands of clean professional grooming. The warm scent of a gentleman's shampoo teams up with an invigorating cool peppermint conditioner. Top that off with a little beard and hair pomade to start your day feeling fresh and confident. Available today at toughtribeformen.com. That's with the number four. toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. Tough Tribe for Men kickoff getaway starts today till Friday. Text Tough Tribe to our number, 902-518-3033. And you're entered to win a gift box of products valued at $150. It's that simple. We'll notify the winner on Friday. Tough Tribe for Men. Welcome to Canada's daytime sports talk show. Hey, Moose, I just said... CFL Division Finals, Vanier Cup, U Sports, NFL Notes. That's a lot of football coming up. we got two minutes left here in the warm-up, yep. which is a very popular downloadable segment on iTunes, as I know, every day. Just your take on what's happening with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Luchez Purifoy situation. Uh, has it reverberated out there to the West? Because my phone's going off here today with members of teams that employed Luchez Purifoy before he ever showed up in Saskatchewan. Sounds like the story isn't going away. How do you expect this would affect the Rough Riders going into Sunday's West Final? It's a distraction for sure. And it'll be up to Craig 
um, Dickinson to determine, okay, how much are we going to let this affect what we do? You know, um, if Luch is around, if he's practicing, if he's going to play, if there's no internal discipline in terms of being on that roster or not, then, then you're taking your chance, right? You're taking your chance that, you know, the media is going to be there and they're going to be wanting to talk about that all week. And it's going to be a distraction with your group. But if you can find a way, whether he's part of the group or not, if he's in there to keep focused on football, that'll be the hardest task is, you know, trying to keep this out of everybody's minds and keep it steered at football. But, but it's hard because it is the big story. You know, people are wondering, we've seen it on our social media and we've seen it on three down social media, you know, people want to talk about it and they want to talk about, yeah. you know, is it an issue? They're bringing up past incidents. They're bringing up other teams and, you know, it's, it's become kind of toxic. So if you can keep this from being a distraction, great. But there's a threat that this could be a real big distraction as the team prepares for a pretty big football game. So we're kind of scratching the surface on uh, all of these topics. And when we come back, we will start into the Taco Time viewer takeover. Thoughts on Connor Bedard being named to Canada's World Junior Tryout Camp list uh, next week. More of this CFL talk. And, of course, this big contest, Tough Tribe for Men. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.